0: do 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 Welcome to episode 111 of Tactical Crouch. Kick Tripod here with Yiska and Volomel We've got a special last minute guest. We didn't think, we knew that this was going to happen. We didn't know it was going to happen today. Up to about an hour ago, we didn't know it was going to happen today. Uh, but coach for the San Francisco Shock and uh, tft apparently in his spare time. Uh, it's Junk Buck on the show. Welcome to the show, Junk Buck. And yes, you do, you, yeah, you get the applause. He's on
1: on the show. Our live thank studio you. audience. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh, we got a ton of challenging, revealing, and uh, insane questions to, to ask you. And we're going to get to those <laughs> <laughs> in a I second. <laughs> I promise. Uh, before we do, though, quick housekeeping things. Number one, if you like the show, find us at youtube.com slash tactical crouch. Tune in Mondays and Wednesdays at noon to see us record live. <laughs> Go to discord.me slash out if you want to hang out with us in discord big thanks to our patron producers Battlecrap In lotion charlie l audio compass pork sammy kasha 67 kuchikopi Shar picasso nathan your misery hunter Tane, refined bean Rexane, zane roger b fabled steven and owen thank you so much for your support of the show if you like the show go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch boom time time me time me what was that one minute <laughs> 50, one minute 51 you have seconds that was not bad.
2: What's faster, an Ocarina of Time speedrun or John getting through the patrons' results? Find out next week. You know, it's, it's getting faster every week. 112, baby. It's the one. Never thing seen I can a do. 113 in my life. It's the one thing
0: I can do, right? All right. Junk Buck, on to you. Mm-hmm. Now, now this is your show. <laughs> the rains are being passed as we speak, if you will. <laughs> and we have, uh, we have so many places to start. Uh, I mean, first of all, congrats on a huge weekend. <laughs> like, thank you, thank like you. A yeah. huge. So Easy you are 0? the first team now, right, in the mm-hmm. Overwatch League, to have swept mm-hmm. every other team. Mm-hmm. And how does how does that one feel?
1: Well, like for for me personally, I don't I don't think about like those kind of things at all. Actually, like I I didn't even know that that was a thing. Like I was sweeping like every single team or things like that. So I I I don't think too much about it. Uh, I think like for me like uh, any kind of win is a valuable win, sweeping or three two. It's all for me. They're both very valuable.
0: Fair enough. So, you, so you don't like to just like kind of elbow drop your teammates. Preferred, preferred the elbow drop versus versus the three minute timed pin.
1: Well, like if if it, if the game gets close, it can be like watching 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 from like the coach's room during the match. is, like super stressful. I'm pretty sure this is like everybody says like watching is actually gonna be more stressful than the playing. So, but then. Uh, sometimes i think maybe maybe we make it too easy and not as entertaining for the viewers maybe (laughs) (laughs) pull a shanghai
2: you know toss in a couple Mm -hmm. extra people you know and then Mm -hmm. reel it back in once you know you're down two. give Give the fans you know (laughs) yeah you know let let the fans be entertained let the you know let the gladiatorial arena cheer when shock emerges victorious and the head of their enemies is put on a spike
1: it's actually more satisfying if he if the games are actually more closer actually yeah it's, yeah yeah it's actually more satisfying
2: I've, I've got to imagine as a coach it's just like nerve-wracking you're like ah, well you know yeah but the payoff deviance, you know.
0: it's the payoff
2: it's definitely a payoff you know yeah. you're invested emotionally at that point you know obviously as a coach you're probably invested a lot more than just
1: fans but it's, it's that's probably the the stage two finals was probably more satisfying than the mm. grand finals finals actually. Ooh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Right. That's fair.
0: You're not the only person to have said that. I think even oh, from, yeah. even even from coaches, I think it was Christopher yeah. who was on the show and <laughs> said like <laughs> he obviously he's not a coach for either of the teams involved. He goes but like those as a coach, those wins are like far more exciting and satisfying. Mm-hmm. So uh,
1: that's pretty cool. Yeah, good. Um, it was a, our first major win. It yeah. was super close. It was a revenge match. Yeah, I went to a couple a of the
0: watch parties in Stage One and Stage Two last year because we just moved out to um, the Bay Area, so there was stuff going on here, hmm. and I was there for that. I was there for the. I think it was the first Titans game where you guys lost. I think it was three. Stage one. Yeah, stage one. I think it was. <laughs> Mm. yeah and, stage uh, one we lost it was at at a bowling alley it was a ton of fun still even though we lost.
2: legendary match like <laughs> really great even match. thinking back on it like oh uh, i wish we could get matches that close every week that would be <laughs> killer obviously I mean, not with chocolate we kind of did uh-huh. we kinda i mean did this yeah week. this week <laughs> wasn't bad but <laughs> yeah that's a neither here nor there but, Not with the yeah. stakes, of course. Yeah. No, 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 no. The trilogy of of shock and titans is that'll that'll be. A, that, I mean, you're a part of history. Like that'll that'll be <sighs> things. Hopefully, knock on wood, we talk about five years down the line. You know, that, junk that was a that was a super good match. Yeah. yeah. Just insane. Super super fun to to be able to witness and 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 say that we were there live and got to talk mm-hmm. to you. So,
3: what was there like a an idea last season of just like wanting to hunt the T- titans after uh, stage one was that like we're going to catch up to these guys
1: we were always thinking about like ever since the we lost the uh, stage one finals all the guys were just all all they were thinking about was like just having the revenge on them mm. so yeah took, we definitely want to beat Titans again guess, yeah.
2: it's kind of it's it in a way obviously this is this has been kind of kicked enough and the community around, you know, the, the Titans obviously dispersing and, and the story around that. But it's kind of mm. sombering to to look at the season and be like, oh, well, you know, what if we see, you know, a Titan shock rematch again? And it's, it's kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. We don't get to see that. But maybe maybe one one day down the road, you know, we in, in 2025, we get to a, a show match between the old Titans and the old shock team and, and break out we'll the do like a, a, the scrims a, and whatnot. An
0: apex type of thing that they yeah. just did. Right. It'll uh-huh. be thing. cool. Oh, yeah, they love, like, do it for like World Cup weekend or something. Sure.
1: Calm I down. Mean, yeah. We'll, we'll bring back the goats. Yeah. Very, good.
3: Very good. No. <laughs> Boo. Who, who would you say is currently the enemy? Is it just the field, or do you have like a team where you say, oh, we want to play those guys, or they are all closest competition?
1: no i think like it's it's a super competitive season where like everybody can beat another team so it's like we mm. don't have we don't have like a like a specific team but like like we have group of teams that are with that are super strong so it's like it's any 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 anybody yeah mm.
3: yeah what about uh the asian region how do like generally <clears throat> i feel like also, because of the recent uh, recruitments that the, the, that the division division's particular has done, Spark has gotten a lot better, um, mm-hmm. NYXL as well. Uh, we've seen like Guangzhou kind of getting everyone back together. Um, mm-hmm. And then also Shanghai just being a very solid. Is there, like, how do you evaluate the strength of that region? And. I- how I, th- I think, overall,
1: think even definitely. even Chengdu. I feel like every team has their like super like strength. Like, yeah. Like I think every one of them is like really good. Like Guangzhou, like Hangzhou is really. Good. They have our player now, architect. <laughs> they have to be good. So they're <laughs> true. True. They're they're super good. Um. What was Shanghai, Shanghai? is like super good. New York is also super good. And then Guangzhou, we didn't we didn't actually get to stream them that, that much. Uh, uh so we, we don't i don't know that much but uh i i know they're gonna be just good they have happy and you know they're like such a good players uh they have to be good and then even Chengdu like even they almost like almost beat shanghai right like mm-hmm. if this world if they just did one like one more fight better yeah. maybe they could have kept so if like Chengdu like even last season like we lost to Chengdu once like Chengdu is like one of those teams that like they can always beat you. Like, you have to. Mm. And then it's so hard to, like, like, it's different this season, but they were so hard to prepare last season. So, yeah. it's like, I, th- I think the region as a well, whole, like, Asia region is like really, really strong. Do you kind of
2: look forward to a, a, a future where you kind of get everybody back in the same place or at least have the ability to kind of be able to I, play I, the field?
1: I think if the season went as scheduled without the COVID, then I think it would have been like super fun, actually. Mm.
2: I think it'd been a super interesting time to see you guys, you know, in in China and playing some of these Asian teams and be like, all right, well, who is it? Is it Shanghai? Is it shock? You know, who's who's the best right now? Because we have like two titans. No, no pun intended, but two titans (laughs) in the scene right now. And it's like, do we get to see him in the playoffs? Like it's it's in a weird way. It's kind of not funner but like it it mm-hmm. makes you want to watch more and be like okay like let's Yeah, see, like, I think it
1: builds the hype. So yeah. just, it
2: builds the hype.
1: It feels it's like fixed. it's
2: worlds like we're we're, we're approaching, you know, <laughs> our our own version of worlds where it's like okay, now we're going to see everybody, the best teams. This is this is it like you 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 put up or shut up and it's yeah, it's going to be a fun one I think. This this year's in a weird way as how, in hmm. how crazy it's been, I think we're we're gearing up for a one of the best finals. That we'll we'll get hopefully, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, mm. and hopefully you guys are there.
3: The, the yep, crazy hopefully. thing is that we talked about the Asian region, mm. and one team mm. we completely avoided talking about, <laughs> which is in a superposition of both the uh, best Asian team and the worst yeah. Asian team. What do you make of the Seoul
1: Dynasty? What what's going on well, there? And uh, the, the well, only... I actually just forgot to talk about them, but I think I think they're like really good. Prophet and Gesture, mm. uh like. I know, like gesture's been like talked like lowly a lot, depending on the meta. But I think gesture in general is like actually really good. Prophet's also like, I think Prophet's one of those players where he has the highest cap for any heroes. He just needs time to grind it. So as mm-hmm. long as he has the time to grind it, who who probably has the highest cap of like like one of the highest cap of all the players. So the that team, I think. Uh, Kim it's like still a really, really good team. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. They seem to be finding their footing. I didn't think their, their match versus the Charge was that disappointing. Mm-hmm. I think they played really well throughout all five games, and I think it could have gone either
1: way by the end of they're, it. They're- like they're so on and off. Uh, there's like so much things that happens within the team that mm. you you can never know. Like so, even if you have like the best players, like somehow it could get could go wrong. So yeah. never never know what's happening within that team. But they're 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 like really strong team.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you like now that that there's two weeks hero pulls? Is mm-hmm. is watching the Asian matches in week one of the hero polls Is that a viable source for you to scout in? Like just to I mean, get some ideas from there
1: we we always i i I always watch them like even if it was like one week like just like so you know usually usually it's their match and then our match, so I'll just like like stay up or, or wake up really early to watch their game before we go into our game to see if there's like any any concept that we could take any like i we we I call it, i don't. So it's like a word in korean that i i don't know how to say in, in english but it's like a like a theory or philosophy or like a mm. uh, ideology like it, like uh, on how you play the game like in each comp and like, how what your roles are on each hero and then like the interpretation of that is like so different within the teams so like I'll so i always like to watch the asian games mm. so
2: yeah. in in that in that way, do you think, um or where are your thoughts leaning towards? Not not divulging any secrets and and you know saying things, anything you shouldn't. But how much will the meta change coming into next week with the the removal of the hero pools going into the uh, the? <clears throat> what does that
1: look uh, like? Here, like I mean, if there was no if there was no patch, then it would have been like stall or a or a Sigma Pokecomp, mm. some variation of that. But then I think with the Genji changes, uh, we'll have to see. Interesting. If it's enough to change the meta, where we'll be just going full dive with the Winston Genji, or we're we're still going to have the Orisa Sigma with the Genji, or if Genji gets played at all, we'll have to scrim to know.
2: Interesting. Yeah. We did. Uh, speaking of the Genji, we did see, you know, Stryker come out and show a little bit of Genji towards the end of the, the yep, Justice yeah, match. Yeah.
1: That was one very... of the best Genji's in the world. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. It was it was interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. I think Stryker, you know, very, very talented uh-huh. player can can do a lot of things. But is that kind of mm-hmm. the, the thought process moving forward with the roster? Is he, is he going to be kind of taking up that that extra space now that, you know, Architect and, and obviously Sinatra have kind of, you know, departed?
1: We'll, 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 we'll everything we'll, we'll have to see the value okay. in the scrims. like I, like no matter no matter what kind of patches comes like no matter how much we uh we like to th- like guess like mm. within the scream it's it gets changed so much within the screams so that oh, all depends on the screams fair enough
3: see that is junk just laying the breadcrumbs just like for chris hey chris you know the genji is very very, very strong now. <laughs> Maybe we were, like, In that upcoming match, just can't just try this. Yeah, it like, is. Of course, speaking like,
2: of, right? that's a huge match coming in, like last match of the week. Like you couldn't, you couldn't paint it any better. You can't write this stuff. So, uh, what is what is that kind of is that looming on your mind? What what are are you doing anything differently to prepare for the shock?
1: For me personally, like. Usually, I don't think much about the opponents. I don't think much about like how I didn't think much of the like the like the record about the sweeps and things mm. like that mm. like how I approach the game is like usually the same like every week, so mm. I don't think much outside other than what's what's the best thing to play what's the best way to play things like that yeah we just yeah. see them as like any other team that we have to like analyze and know what what would be good for us
3: how has that approach changed of course between season two where we could just Mm -hmm. one trick one meta and now Mm -hmm. in coming into uh hero pulse did you have to have a switch in mentality how you approach scrims and like of course you gotta you gotta somehow conceive of a comp that you want to run i imagine that is pretty much implied that you have to think there differently but from a philosophical or like systematic approach did did your thinking change?
1: Well it's like we 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 definitely went through a lot of trial and error errors on how we balance each each other's roles but like my my coaching style in general fits this meta more actually because like last yeah. last season, I would say it's more about like refinement. It's like a more like a we're building something. So
3: mm.
1: if I were to make a like a like a comparison, we're more like a designer, or like a house designer or like an architect, where there's like a blueprint of what's standard, what's good, and then we just constantly refine it. But now we're like more of a like a we constantly make arrangements. Like, let's say we're like the conductor, like orchestra. There's Mm. like different, Mm. different piece of stuff where we just like constantly, or it's just constant arrangement. So, but then for me, for me, it was, for me, I I always had a strength in like the arrangements. But now, but then we, we had a lot of difficulties in the beginning that, that week where we lost. So, but so we had, but that's like, so we had to make a lot of like, uh, balancing how we tackle on each, each other's roles. Mm. And I think, I think that's, that's usually true in every season. Like whenever, whenever there's like a new season in the beginning, we have a lot of trouble cause we're trying to like know how much of a, uh, presence we should have in each other's roles. And then after a lot of like trial and errors, we figure it out and then once we settle in i think it, it's it's very how i like describe it, it's ambiguous but it's like that's no it's, as, i think it's much this yeah that's as specific you paint a, you
2: paint a, f- a pretty interesting
1: yeah. picture i wanted to ask
2: you kind of not to completely derail the subject but this is kind of the second time i've heard this kind of pop up just in the short time talking to you do you are, would you consider yourself a very kind of conceptual person? Do you think about a lot of things a lot of the time? Like, are you? Do you do you kind of paint a lot of metaphors? That would like the the conductor kind of motif was uh-huh. was very interesting. Do you do you find yourself kind of explaining things to players through ways so when, that are when, easier to in,
1: for them to understand? No, in game, in game, I'm like very, direct on like, ah, okay, like okay. very specific. But like <laughs> this for for this in general, because I, I didn't want to talk about like too specific. So I I try to yeah because i thought of a way to make it as like like general as possible so that's how i came up with the motif yeah
3: could could you like maybe from a from a very early into hero pools or something that probably doesn't have value anymore do like Mm -hmm. could you like in an example explain what what exactly your task is with the shock like what kind of a coach you are because coaching in overwatch is like this guy's Mm -hmm. an assistant coach okay Mm -hmm. so what Mm -hmm. does he do like is he more Mm -hmm. like a Like a drill sergeant, is he more like a macro guy, micro guy, these type of things? How would you describe your role?
1: Uh, I think the best way I could talk about will be like we're we're very free in how we wanna do our job. We're like very free. We're like so it was more about us on our own, like trying to find the space within each other so mm. you can say like we do a lot of each other's job mm. so there's we don't we don't have like a specific job uh put put on to us but it's the and error is a lot about uh how we find space within each other yeah mm. is it so, then
3: something so- that maybe only you do or only crusty would do or you know like just like uh, things
1: where you clearly distinguish no, no, no. That, I don't I think we have a thing where only one of us has to do certain things. Interesting.
0: It's yeah. not like yeah. a really regimented, it's pretty...
2: Very open. sounds
0: like, you, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. there's like an analyzation of the situation, and then just like a delegation of, like in this situation, kind of my committee. this is the best
1: route mm-hmm. moving forward. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're just constantly talking to each other about everything, so we're not we're not very bounded by anything yeah
3: how are these conversations like what's the atmosphere (laughs) is it heated
1: is it just like like calm (laughs) oh it's it depends like it gets uh i'm not sure if anyone talked about this but within this gaming stuff like coaches and even a lot of players are very adamant if that's like in a good way. In a bad way, it's like people are often very stubborn. Slow. So <laughs> it, can, it can get very, very heated. So that's where it gets like very inefficient. Uh, we need to find the balance. We need to find the. That's where the trial and error. Goes to things like that, yeah. Regardless of
2: if it's a player or a coach or maybe even a member of, you know, the shocks management, is is there somebody who tends to step in in those kind of heated discussions? Be like, whoa, 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 come on! Like this is this is not productive. This we have to let's focus on what we're doing. Is there anybody that kind of like uh, is the fire or the water to the
1: fire? No, well, we 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 find balance among ourselves. Ah, oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, among ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> that's why there was a lot of trial and there.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, let's uh, can we pivot to some roster topics here and talk about mm-hmm. um? Sure. So the San Francisco Shock, uh, you guys made the decision to bring on Twilight
2: mm. and
0: a arguably already stacked roster. Um, Hmm. Can you tell us more about the decision to bring uh, him on? And as like, if you were looking at any other Titans to bring onto those shock after you uh, wiped the floor with them last year at grand finals.
1: For me, uh, I mean, from a coach's perspective perspective, more player, the better, you know, like, Hmm. but then reality is that can't happen. Um, we're we're also like so we're we also feel so bad for the players who has to be in the bench for too long. But then having a twilight has like a really specific what is it? Uh, goal right? Uh, purpose. We have a, like anyone can see that specific purpose for bringing in twilight. So I think uh, nobody nobody in the team will be like very against it nobody in the team will be like be afraid that i'll be benched because of and i'll never get to play no it won't it won't be something like that everyone knows that they're it's very specific they're they're gonna know their role and then even if having a twilight it's not gonna uh make anyone feel bad um and then so and then i think Having, having even, oh, uh, what else was there? Oh, and then for bringing any other titans, Uh I didn't think much of other. I, I, we were, we didn't think that much about it mm. about other people members. Yeah, we were mostly thinking about other. Yeah,
2: I know that that has brought this up quite a lot. Um, and and maybe I might be jumping ahead of him here, but. Mm -hmm. with with working with the twilight and in the time that you have been um we've heard a lot about his his kind of thought process of the game and and heard you know kind of glowing and very positive reviews of of how he thinks about the game is that something that you've Mm -hmm. seen so far is that something you could see maybe him transitioning
1: into in one day and being a very effective coach oh twilight yeah oh actually um i, don't, I haven't seen that much yeah oh, okay so i'm not sure yeah interesting. i'm not sure i mean if anyone in our within our team, well there's like i always, i actually think about that a lot as well like mm. oh this player might be good at be coaching this player might be good at coaching from from our team i think choi and rascal probably are gonna oh, be really, really good coaches yeah interesting yeah
3: like the interesting thing about twilight was of course like last last uh Last weekend, you pretty much played the full Korean roster. I think uh, was it the entirety of the match that you play, played for Korean?
1: There's, there's a, yeah. Oh, watch, watching, the match in the first map, super play, and then moth mm. play. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like, what's the, like, there,
3: there's two questions that spawned for me from there because for one, like the way we from the outside always conceptualized your team was that in many ways. Moth was uh, just like as someone who gives structure to comps and what he brings to the to comps was mm-hmm. almost essential to your success. And then you bring uh, Twilight in and mm-hmm. take like for us, f- possibly also for other teams, they would probably take the hit in in terms of like the ability to play flex support and ju- would just have their shot caller there. Right. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. for um for Florida, chris still plays these types of situations where byron doesn't step up and whatnot how does that decision match out and what does moth actually bring to the to the roster how is that replaceable and then um how does twilight fit in there
1: i, I don't think any players replaceable i think everybody has their own really unique strength is replaceable we just play differently uh so moth has been really essential like like even uh, like so A lot of people know, but a lot of people don't know. So for people who don't know, like Moss, he's really good at what's shown on the screen. But then it's even like greater what's not shown on the screen. So he's such he has been such an essential part. It's like one of the reasons why we won the whole thing last year. so not having a moth in, then we'll, we just have to just play differently. the Other people can fill it in that gap. Uh, everybody pitches in uh, to help. What's missing from not having moth, and then it's it's a different. We just we'll just play with with a different dynamic.
3: Mm-hmm. So yeah. the short calling responsibilities are then not necessarily on Twilight, but are uh, also moved to the other players that are probably yeah. more tenured than the Russell.
1: Yeah. I mean I personally don't like to have just one person shackling everything. Everyone has mm-hmm. to shackle. Sure, mm-hmm. sure.
3: No, no, yeah. that's that's definitely the case. It's just like for instance, um things we heard about moth, is just like okay, mm-hmm. he's like yeah. his ability to just learn co- whatever the coach like he's like an extended arm of the coach in the yeah. specific process. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. will he will just have this ability to just like study notes or whatever, like yeah. to an insane degree. He
1: he memorizes everything we told him like he's he's such a smart guy like he's like the one guy we can rely on to remember something we told the guys in the game <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. did you have no. moments like that no, where confusing. you're in the dugout that you're like you're, yeah. you're cheering that like moths bringing up something that yeah, you yeah like, yeah all, yes, yes. all the time all the <laughs> that's time that's incredible i love that yeah I know somebody in chat wanted to to kind of chime in and, and mention something about um, one of the new coaches this year, I believe, uh, Arachne, Arachne joining from yeah. uh, from Talon. Could you talk about him, his, maybe his coaching style philosophy, yeah, what yeah. he adds to the shock?
1: He's the best assistant coach in the league. It used to be 9K. But he's not anymore. <laughs> it's there we go. Uh, yeah. It's... it's so- like everyone everyone has such a, a unique ideas uh, their their own ideology of the game on mm-hmm. how to play the game it's always so refreshing like the more voices you have as long as you know how to like balance them out as long as you know how to like uh utilize them then having more voices it's th- the better it is so awesome. Arachne brings us so many good ideas like a lot of the metas actually uh that it's not really played a lot but then like the idea of playing like the Orisa ryan with the Orisa ryan rush comp with like the sniper uh arachne mm. told us we should try that things like that like he gives us like really good ideas hmm. yeah
2: interesting
3: yeah it's it, i think also an, an unfortunate and of course you you kind of have to be the person that cares for these accolades but like an unfortunate byproduct of having a bin with Krusty who from mm-hmm. got, came from Boston, had great success there. Left with him, Boston success left, and then he came to the Shock. Of course, you guys had great success there. So, from the outside, for some for fans and including us, like that don't know any coaching styles. It's always mm-hmm. like this is the one constant in these teams, right? So, mm-hmm. what do you think? Do you think there's a special attribute to Krusty that that makes him able to build these coaching staffs as well, like? is there, yeah, definitely. Is there, yeah I
1: think I think in, in what sense He's a the best uh head coach in the league he can he can like everyone is going to learn so much from him uh he has uh i i can't get too deep in uh, in about his style cuz i don't want to like misinterpret him um so but then yeah. it's like, a, but what I can say is very charismatic. He's also a very funny guy with the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it, in general, he's like a really nice guy. So, uh, and then so, hmm. it's just just being in the within the with, with just being in the team with him. everyone's gonna definitely learn a lot. Is his cooking yeah. as good as everybody says it is? Yes, his cooking is really good. <laughs> also, everyone likes his cooking. He enjoys cooking. It's like he's a really nice guy.
0: Do yeah. the players do the dishes? Good.
1: Yeah. So everyone, every, after everybody <laughs> eats, they'll just do the rocks the paper on who has to do everything. Good. 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 Fair yeah. enough. Very right, good. All
0: right. So, um, any other roster questions that you guys have for for Junk Buck?
2: Um, I think I think mm-hmm. it'd kind of be remiss if we didn't bring up Ons and and talk about you know exactly how you guys maybe not exactly how you guys scouted him but you know from a player mm-hmm. who kind of had some some very surprising performances on Blossom and mm-hmm. and being known for for his hit scan prowess. Um, well, what was kind of the go
1: ahead? One thing I can say is like Crossy is like actually really good at scouting too. So and then ah. it was Crossy who found Ons and then he yeah, he definitely so i'm i'm always the guy who i can the one thing i can say is like, like uh i can I, uh, i'll definitely always try to uh constantly what was it, question uh to make sure it's right whether mm-hmm. if it's wrong and then crossy and was like super sure about ants uh and then once he came to the team like oh. I also feel like, oh, he was the perfect fit. It was a really great pickup. (laughs) So, yeah. Very interesting.
3: Like, one of the, like, you already mentioned this concept, and it's especially, like, I I always thought, like, one of the biggest aspects that you really excelled at and to a point pioneered is having these big rosters where it seems like even players that in past teams had, like, a propensity to, really dislike where when they weren't the starters um and Mm -hmm. really get frustrated in these situations you kind of like for instance and i don't want to throw anyone under the bus there but i I, for instance would think that for instance someone like striker really needs to know who he is in the team um so the true question is how do you compartmentalize and just say okay you do this and if this happens you're in and what happens, like, for instance, let's say you tell Striker, okay, if if we ever play Tracer, you're going in. But what if you play scrims and there's actually another player that excels at, uh, at Tracer more than him? Would that be something that would have to be negotiated again? Would you then say, okay, you're still playing that role or, and we're helping you to catch up to speed? What's the process like there?
1: Uh, I mean, every, every I think the team culture itself, like we're all playing for each other. We we all really like so much. We like each other so much. So there's so nobody gets like nobody likes getting benched. But then we also like super. We really like each other as well. So uh, being on the bench, is gonna be really sad. It's gonna be really. It's gonna feel bad. But because we are, our team culture was built by Chris to be like really be like a family. Be really like a for for, for the team, right? So. So every, I think everybody's really good with it. Like everybody understands, everybody understands.
3: Sweet, sweet. Yeah, like that in itself, just the ability to make that work when it really didn't work for many teams is, is really one of your strengths that also helped you and also to a degree, like helped you with hero um, pools. And if none of you guys have any additional questions in terms of roster, I would just transition into that topic and
0: what a transition
3: okay so um so hero pools comes around you probably didn't know in, in, in any any sooner than any other team what was your first mm. impression like of hero pools were you specifically like going oh yeah this is my strength who's and how did the uh, team receive it i
1: i i like people are talking about bands i i, I like bands is like one thing that i really didn't want to Bands were but so I, I was thinking about oh maybe but then if they were to like rotate around like uh uh heroes then it would be really good so but then rather than rotating around like specific group of heroes they rotate around bands which is also fine because it rather than rather than have us like don't know what we'll be playing the next week I think it's better to know what we're actually playing that week it's 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 so much better I, I like the, mm-hmm. like us us randomly banning one hero and then practicing without knowing, while we wouldn't know what to get to play. That would be like mm-hmm. the worst thing. that's that would be the worst case scenario. Hero pool itself, I really like it. It's fun. Uh, it could, it could be really fun for the viewers. Just that I always thought when when they first announced like one week, uh, it was like for me I was like oh that's way too short. Mm. Like <laughs> there, there was like a lot of opinions like. With especially among the Korean players and the staffs, where are like, well, the one week is way too short. It has to be like a month. But I think uh, Blizzard listened, and then we were able to compromise to two weeks for now. Maybe if 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 it's that if that's even too short, maybe it could still get changed. But I think I'm I'm satisfied with two weeks for now. Yeah.
3: What's and what's yeah. the uh, the what has the transition been like? Do Do you feel like you're much more, you're much less stressed last Monday? Monday after like having seen, okay, that's that's what everyone. Oh yeah, definitely
1: okay. I'm way less stressed. <laughs> the, I think the 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 I think one of the things that doesn't get talked about, but that actually what stresses out the most, not just the staffs, but the for the players as well is. For that, one week, let's say you have a match, you have one day up Monday, and then you have a match on Saturday, that's like four days of practice, right? So uh, like you, you you have to figure something out within four days. So every scream is like we, we constantly try something new, constantly trying to change new, but then at at one point, it becomes so that uh, uh, the everyone feels uncertain. And then mm. if you feel uncertain about your ability or your what's right or wrong, if you're in just that that stresses you up mentally so much. I think mm. that that's that's one of the biggest factors for the burnout as well. It's like we have to play in such a constant uncertainty. And then that 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 makes us like less confident. It makes us yeah, that's a, that's the biggest thing. We're less confident, less uns- so uncertain about the future. Like that—that's what stresses that itself stresses us up so much. Mm. Rather than like us having to practice more, like like the physicality is rather than the physicality, the mentality of uncertainty.
3: On an average week, what do you think? What's the day where you usually figure out? Okay, that's what we're going to play. Uh, play this weekend
1: you never know it just depends like some teams can get, get lucky and find out within two days some teams like for us even even for us like oftentimes we'll like find it out the day before the match it was Ooh. such a rough it was so rough like um mm-hmm. it was so stressful never want to have one week again <laughs>
3: <laughs> do, do you think some of the losses i i actually can't remember if your losses came at the hands of your reports but would you would you say like Catching in an unlucky hero pool definitely determined the winner. Some of the matches.
1: Uh for our loss. It was the, the one week had to do a little bit part of it, but it's also on us as well. We, we, hmm. we did bad. Other team played better, so that's what we lost because of we did bad.
2: Do you feel like you guys, uh, the coaching staff in particular, and yourself, obviously, um, do you feel like you've? had an easier time or you feel like you've you've gotten better at determining or or projecting what like the archetype or the style might be for each week or every two weeks now does it is it becoming a little bit easier has have you seen some improvement on that front or is it just completely like maybe it's tor maybe it's not i don't know we'll find out tomorrow
1: well so i think if once once the once everybody figured out like Ash tracer Echo SOP, like if whatever whatever that doesn't gets among those three, it's gonna get played. So at that point, it got easier. But then, okay. but then the, before that, before the Echo tracer Ash dominant times, it was like really like it was nobody nobody knows. Mm. It was so hard to know what's good, what's bad. Yeah. But once we know what, if, if there's like a certain group of heroes that we you know, like, Orisa-Sigma is going to be the best tank duo. Uh, mm. the, 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 those three DPS is always going to be the strongest. And then the supports, whatever, whatever tank and DPS we play, we just fill in that support.
3: And, and that's the interesting thing, I think, between the two regions is that Asia would probably give you a little bit of a different answer, depending on who you yeah. ask, right? Like, mm-hmm. Tracer would probably be replaced by Sombra.
1: How did you? Oh, that does that, that part. makes sense, yeah. or mm. no, no, no? So Samba makes sense as well. I think. I think. So it has to. We have to play against each other because you know how we talked I talked earlier I talked about like the ideology of how teams interpret how to play the comp so if some if, if their team has that interpretation and then if they can beat our interpretation then we'll probably play that but then since since no, if we, we actually we tried their comp as well in the screams as well but then and um, what's our interpretation was not good as the tracer interpretation so mm. we ended up playing their tracer so maybe if they're if if the other team interprets it, they were able to make it work better than the Tracer. And then once we play against that, then we'll, we'll for like to know fully, like you, I, I actually have to like see it in my screen. Like that's, that's, because uh, I also hear our players' perspective, I, our players' calls. So from their perspective, I, I'll, I'll be able to interpret how they, like how much, how effective what they're doing, how much, how effective it is what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: In Do kind you, of an interesting way, not to cut Yisk off, but no. uh, the charge are are doing something not similar, but they have their own kind of look at this this Ash Tracer. Now they're playing Ash Soldier. Um, mm-hmm. Does that does that kind of pique your interest? Like, could you Ash Tracer? No, Ash Tracer. All. <laughs> no, Ash <not> Tracer. <laughs> That's the go-to. It's just if it's open, you play yeah, it, no. and it, if not, you figure something else out. Soldier is nowhere.
1: Use to a soldier in scrims to? fully realize it but then from just just from looking at it now okay fair enough fair enough (laughs) you need not say more i completely so soldier soldier has such a specific weakness specific strength Mm. that it gets counters super easily. but then if certain heroes get banned he can be played right but none of those heroes are banned so what were you gonna
2: say i didn't mean to No, no, no no i i thought like
3: it's it's interesting because for a long time, I had this theory that uh, just as much as meta is a, an expression of uh, what is actually good theoretically in the game, there's also like this social aspect of yeah, like yeah, having practiced definitely. that. And then also, for instance, like Christopher from the Fusion gave us this this idea, and it, I think it's a very interesting thinking tool to so think about this. So, like he thinks of teams as to have like a bar chart of the uh compositions that they run so for instance one team is very good at rush and have a high bar chart there and Mm -hmm. then some of them are very good at dive and these types types of like Mm -hmm. poke Mm -hmm. and whatnot right Mm so um and whatever your bar chart is the highest at you will probably at least try to make it work to a degree do you think Mm -hmm. like for now this ash tracer echo stuff is a social thing or is that actually really okay this this game is balanced in a way that these three heroes with the time we also have is
1: actually the best that we can play so going along with what uh christopher said um so in the end it's about like what what are your uh highest chance of winning um so certain teams uh let's say poke is the strongest but then your team is so good at uh, your bar at the rush is so strong but then is your team still have a higher chance of winning against the poke comp with your rush even though rush uh, poke is a better comp just because you're on the rush is strong so and then if you're if you're higher then you'll be playing rush but if if you're, if you're winning chances are lower then you you'll just even if you're better at rush you will be playing poke right so that's 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 how we interpret that's how i feel uh interpret those metas so social thing it could be social but then it, in a way it's social because because within the scrims if that that had the highest win rate so uh then that among us because that had the highest win rate among us that gets played but then uh, if other region the other stuff among them they, that has the highest win rate so they didn't so they don't play it so that's in a way that's also social among, social aspect of it just how i see that yeah
3: yeah yeah that's that's very interesting like if you if we stick to the uh bar chart phenomenon or like description how would you rate your bar charts like in the compositions? Like top
1: good. top dive, <laughs> top rush, top. Uh, let's go. We're, we we go. have the best players. Yep. Very nice. Like it's not not
3: a comp that you generally gravitate to and just say, okay, it's Monday. Let's try this first.
1: It usually works for us. Oh no, no. We 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 kind of look back on the bans and see. Also, oh, when this got banned, this was predominantly really use. let's try that. We'll, we'll, we'll be like that. Mm. Not, not, we, don't, we don't think about, oh, since we're good at poke, let's try poke this day. No, no we don't. We don't do that.
3: Like, one thing that was interesting, and I, I won't talk who which team said this, but there was a team that, because of, like, bench management, they mm. actually actively, especially in a week where maybe their opponent wasn't the best, they tried to find a meta solution where they could like just like force this bench player to get some play time. Is this ever a consideration, mm. or is it just like maximizing win rate every every single game?
1: Uh, that, that's that's also trial and error. Uh, last last year it worked better. This year uh, we have to we have to do that a bit differently. So how how we wanna how much time we wanna give uh, bench players? How much play time for the sake of keeping them in good shape, things like that. It's like, we, you have to go a lot of trial and error to get that balance. Mm.
3: Is, there, is there like... <clears throat> so for instance, um, like that we are all, all about the mental models that Christopher spins on this show, but he talked about the, the Torp virus. So the Torp mm. virus was basically like a week where mm. someone found out Torp was good on Come Thursday on. and then okay. it spread uh-huh.
1: spread everywhere. Oh, well, um, well, I feel been- like it was Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for us too. I think it was Thursday for us. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So has there ever been a consideration of like, okay, let's contain actually this scrim Bubble so it doesn't get out and our co- opponents are constantly like surprise but what we're running and you're just going to oh. have like four of the best teams and
1: you're just scrimming each other I th- I think that's like super hard to do like given the structure like let's say you're on a container just like just among certain teams but then that's also not real like realistically because we we get like scrims ahead of time like so far in the future mm. Uh, for the future, it's like so hard to get that group of people, as well as like, to, like, if you don't want to show your strats, it's so hard to hide the strats. Because to, to know that your strat is good, you have to like, test it against yeah, other yeah. teams. Mm. So, it's like, it's, so I think it's better to just be good at what everybody plays than have like, your own little cheese. I think that you can't win a championship with that mindset. How,
3: how often has San Francisco Shock actually innovated the meta in the sense that you came up with a comp and then that became the thing. The how often did you cop- copycat?
1: Mm. Uh, we 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 kinda spread bad viruses before <laughs> 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 we the other and then we were surprised oh you guys actually played that in the match whoops <laughs> and then they lost <laughs> we, we definitely have we, we have definitely spread some bad viruses before. But I think we're not i think it's i don't think nobody's nobody can be really considered as like the pioneers of the meta because like every like you're lucky if you get like meta right or not so it's mm-hmm. like usually it's just like a little bit of come li, com, like it, it stacks like a little bit from that team a little bit from that team so and then everybody sees that, and then everybody just takes it, and then that becomes the me- usually meta. So nobody is like a super pioneer. I think Torb was like the pioneer, but that's like the one-time thing, right? So, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. a, it's like a little bit of from each team that gets brought built built out up.
3: There's one uh, person in chat, uh, Fowercase, and he asked why Shock was playing it's, Soldier. It's
0: literally just a lowercase. There's no F in oh, that. Oh, lowercase. Sorry, that's a spot on my It's, it's a scary.
1: Come on. Old man. A, okay, Old man. I'll, I'll make it vague. I got you. Okay, lowercase, it's lowercase. I got you. Okay. So, Wait, the, sank them. Yeah. Oh, the Nepal Sanctum. Yeah. So what? they're talking about Nepal Sanctum when we were playing Torb, Torb Soldier Poke. Oh, uh, uh, why were we playing it? That's also trying trainer. Uh, we lost to Soldier. <laughs> we lost to a Soldier. We copied Soldier. We were doing good, and then we lost to Ash. So now we're playing Ash. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Soldier mm-hmm. in general. Soldier is uh, in general like weak against snipers. So, but then like Sanctum, like teams are playing a lot of different stuff. You could get like rush. You could get like dive. You don't know. So. But then, since everybody plays sniper, we don't play soldier anymore. Mm. Is that like?
3: I imagine none of the coaches actually book the scrims. But do you sometimes go like, okay, maybe less of those, more of those?
1: Oh no, our our, th- our our team actually the coaches book the scrims. So, oh, okay, interesting. Oh, yeah. So, like, and then who who book the scrims always changes within our team. <laughs> um, well, pass that? the
2: duties around.
1: No double. yeah We, we, on? we, we if someone fucks Oh man oh shit. Can I can I <laughs> is it okay to curse yeah, yeah. well is that Go friendly? On. Okay. So sometimes we mess up. If someone messed up, we're like, okay, I'll do it this time. If someone <laughs> messed up, okay, I'll do it this time. It's, it's more of a it's so like uh, and for but then we we, we try to like we, we, we want, there are certain teams that, oh, we, sh- we should scrim this team this time or that team this time. There are things like that, depending on who we're facing for that week.
3: Is there like a yeah. team that you like to scrim that is pretty good in scrims but doesn't necessarily perform like that in matches?
1: Ah, uh, ever since the hero post like the scram results are so on and off like dallas even dallas can be gods one week and then they're 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 performed so poorly the next day or the mayhem are the gods this week and then they perform so poorly the other time it's like so on and off you never know mm-hmm.
3: yeah makes sense
1: are you ever off in scrims where you're like oh we didn't give these guys any No, scrims, the, the, so. the shocks are never off we're always on top on everything <laughs> i'm just kidding we're like we, we're gonna have bad days we're gonna have bad days too but, yeah. But, yeah What what's your
3: idea like of course a lot of the time like there's like i had this meme where it's like there is something called scrimmeth where like just based on if you were to sum up the win rate that two teams have against each other it would always exceed 120 percent as in like if i ask you how often do you win uh, scrims against philly you would say 70 percent then i go to philly <laughs> and ask how, how many that's so, you win. that's so true that's so
1: true
2: and they would say 60
1: <laughs> i i would get i would get like still so pissed <laughs> like but i i would say i'm, I'm like very i'm very objective when it comes to that so okay. i think i do what a very good say. job of doing it but then but then like people often do say that like so they say oh shit. why 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 did I, why did they have to say that like we actually didn't win that much <laughs> but so is that, that something
3: you look at like when scrim rate win percentages do you go hard in scrims actually with the objective to win every single one
1: it's it's it's, it's, it's also you have to like be able to good at interpret interpreting the results. Like mm-hmm. just because you have a high win rate doesn't mean much. It's about how you win, what you did to win. What are the win rates when you did this rather than just just like a flat win rate? Like is it was the win rate good when we did this or like you gotta you gotta like use a, you you gotta be good at interpreting the results so just just a flat win rate doesn't mean much oh
3: my god i can't get get away from christopher but his his ideas are just such a good such a good framework but with bouncing around these topics because like and i've also talked to a bunch of other coaches to be fair like Mm i talked to Depey about it i remember talking to mineral about it um i think even Harsha or dream I, i don't know but like they're some of the coaches are very convinced of the topic of confidence. We're going with confidence into a match, and like having good scrim results, also in win rates, just like to boost confidence. Is your uh-huh. like a? Do you think there's something to it? And is your confidence relying necessarily on the win percentage of your scrims, or is it more like you objectify? Okay, we did very well here, even though we lost.
1: I mean, we want to objectify, but then the reality is, is like. It- you have to win the scrims to have confidence, and then confidence actually tra- uh, transition into uh, your performance in the match. So that that part is really true. We ever, ever I'm pretty sure everybody's trying hard to like objectify it, but then like the the like everybody like it's very rare to have players who perform sem- similarly with the scrim and the match. Most people play differently, but I think we have like a good batch of players who, who like perform the same no matter what the environment is. So, uh, so, but then, so whether, whether we lose or win, a lot of our guys perform similarly, but then there's always going to be a factor where for some people, like we have, if we win scrims, they're just going to perform better in matches, that's for sure. Yeah. How are you
3: guys like in... Like we've heard that some people had a very different feeling towards playing these official matches because they aren't on LAN and not mm. in, in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. How have you guys coped? Is there like, is, is this a problem at all for your players? Are some of them maybe even relieved not having to play in front of crowds? Or No,
1: I, th- I, th- I, think, I think it's good for the other teams. I think we play greater on the stage. I think other teams play worse on the stage. Mm. So it's an advantage for the other teams where they can just relax at home. But then if they were to go on the stage, they're going to be like super nervous. I think Mayhem, I felt like Mayhem was like super nervous i think they'll be like super nervous about playing on the stage like those because yeah. they, especially they have a lot of new players mm-hmm. so those 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 kind of teams they definitely it's gonna be nervous on the stage yeah and that's
3: that's of course we don't know what's happening there in True. in the future yeah. and how the uh, playoffs are coming around but i feel like this is an, actually a Wild card scenario where, let's say, for instance, just theoretically and not leaking, this is not one of those breadcrumb no. uh, events. Get ready to clip l- it, chat. No, get out. Um, where it's like, okay, for, for instance, what if we f- actually can all fly out people to Korea and we can have finals there? Maybe not in front of a crowd, but at least physically present, and that kind of changes. Also, like, of course, the uh, the ping would change for a lot of players, which is a huge deal and. Like the environment changing, I think that's that could be theoretically like a pretty big impact uh, on mm-hmm. teams. So, mm-hmm. do you think like that's this would create scenarios where not maybe maybe not necessarily your team, but like some teams just have breakout performances or really upsetting performances, uh, de- depending on the environment and the ping and you know, everything that goes with very, it.
1: Very very possible. Very very possible. So I wish I wish we play I wish we play the playoffs in front of a huge crowd, actually, so mm. as big as possible. Just the more, the more people, the more nerve-wracking it is, the better for our team. OK. OK. Yep.
3: Is that just by, by the nature of what kind of players you're recruited, or have you built up this mental? I, we, we,
1: we definitely built that up. We're like, we're, now we're, like, we're used to the pressure. We're used to the environment. More, mm. more than the other teams, for sure.
2: Is there anybody that, that you maybe see or or see essences of in in, in reflecting that, that same kind of mental toughness where you're like, I don't know about that Soul Dynasty team on land, they might be or the London Spitfire. Is there another team that you feel like kind of rises to the occasion when it comes to big performances like that?
1: Well, like the like the Soul Dynasty has properly gesture. I think they they're one of those players that perform better under pressure as well. Mm-hmm. So I mean they'll be okay. Or like what else? Like Philly, they've been to finals carpet, been mm-hmm. on a, like a huge stage multiple times. They'll be okay. I mean mm-hmm. there's like those teams with old players that have been under pressure a lot and they still performed well. Uh, there there's they're gonna still be good on the on mm-hmm. the stage. Did did you
3: then? Ha- it was that the progression that you needed from stage one last year to stage two? Was there stage fright or like mm-hmm. anxiety or anything like that in stage one?
1: the players didn't show it that much, but then like some of them did say now 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 we've we we experienced the final one time no there's no way we're gonna lose it again so mm. there's there's always that and then like I think we were able to show it in the stage three. We were down three maps but we were able to come back to yeah. the last com- yeah so. We're, our guys are really good at playing under pressure
3: that's the scary thing for me ar- around shanghai is not necessarily that they are dominant in that region but that mm. they also have this uncanny ability to just come back from behind and they have th- repeatedly done that right
1: yeah yep. but 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 there's like a false sense of confidence too, in a way that c- because they they try like like different stuff in the beginning right mm-hmm. and then so like in the later games they're like oh we we're, we're okay because we did this so now now we'll be okay so mm-hmm. th- that might be a sense sense of a false sense of security but then maybe maybe but now that they've done it so much maybe it's just natural for them too now so who knows as long as you play under pressure a lot i think it will, it will be good for them so, and, and I, they definitely did it now so maybe maybe that, they did it really well
2: that brings up an interesting point like maybe in a way, maybe they're self pressuring now that they can't play in front of these crowds, play on these high-pressure situations. They, you know, they maybe take mm-hmm. it easy in quotations for the first mm-hmm. couple games, try some things out, and then you know, you, you, mm-hmm. you, you turn it up when uh, you're you're at game point yeah. and try to reverse sweep. You know, it's. I'm not <laughs> sure if they did. But... I'm
1: pretty sure they probably didn't do it on purpose. No, maybe they still not. wanted to win. But then it just happened to be like, right. oh, now we're like used to the pressure now.
0: So Mm. I don't want a hard pivot here, but this is is your softball question that you get for the show. We give everybody one softball question. This came from the vice president of the San Francisco Shock. What's up, pizzas? He also set this Mm -hmm. interview up, by the way, so shout out to him. He goes, question for junk. Do you think the San Francisco Shock is the greatest Overwatch team of all time yet? If not, what does it take to get there?
1: We're the best team in the world, in the universe, in the existence of all time. Yes, in, yes, of in, all time, in
0: perpetuity.
1: And the uh, and the future as well will be the we'll, yep.
2: I mean, in, <laughs> in in all seriousness, like if if people don't think so, I, I would argue that you know you guys have the resume to to be that team, and I don't think it's going to be replicated very quickly, if at all, ever. Like the coaching staff, the 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 caliber of players, the amount of those players, um, and the results, the consistency and across different metas and across different you know you you dominated in a refinement meta. Now you're dominant. Well, you're you're doing ex- very very well in hero pools, which again is very difficult. Yeah, it, exactly. Pools, yeah, it's it's difficult to be dominant in this. So it's you're you're still wiping the floor with everybody. It how how can you not how can you not say this is the best yeah. team of all time? <laughs> Like, I yeah. think it speaks for itself. I, there's not many other people that you can kind of really give that credit to. There have been good teams in the past. The Shocker are a great team. They're a legendary team. They're going to be on a banner somewhere, engraved on some sort of statue in esports history, and it's going to be great. I'm, I'm happy that I get to see it.
1: Thank you, thank you.
3: Yeah, okay. it's the craziest thing, and I, I think only your article really put me onto that. Is that you guys haven't missed the final since March last year.
2: Yeah. Like every final there stage was. Stage one, stage two, stage three. Again, varying results, but all within, you know, the grand finals. And then, obviously, stage four probably would have been there, too, if that happened. Their grand finals. After coming from a, a pretty surprising loss in you know against Atlanta and then sweeping your way through, you know, doing a mango run for those who get it. I tip my hat, but, you know, it, it's... What, what do you say? What do you... You're the
1: best. <laughs> no, no, you're you're embarrassing me. So go. obviously,
0: obviously, the Overwatch League, uh, the, the the whole format has been blown up over the past two months, right? And yeah. we've gone from these twenty-eight individual matches with kind of a pseudo halftime, kind of mid-season break, to these monthly tournaments now. Um, how has that, or has that really changed how you guys are working now? I mean, we've, we've got the extended hero pools. We, we discussed a little uh-huh. bit about that, but just this tournament format in general, is this something that you like as a coach and want to see moving forward? Or did you like the kind of longer, maybe, I don't want to say less impactful games, but the, the immediate impact wasn't, are the, uh, the, the stakes were not apparent yeah. week mm. to week. It was only after... Mm-hmm. A month of playing games, you're like, holy cow! This team really went up or really went down.
1: I mean, we still got to see like the stage finals last year, though, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, so the last we, year like, we I... did, but uh-huh. yeah, this
2: First year we're we're game. just kind of getting, you know, obviously with the main uh-huh. melee and now with the summer shutdown uh-huh. Is that a format that you kind of like? Where are we okay, it's. There's a little bit more stakes in the line. You have like a direct opponent. It's not just you know what's Uh scheduled on and on. Like, is that is the tournament structure something that you appreciate, or is it more the the regular season just kind of everyday match?
1: I I think at this point where we have the monthly tournament, it almost feels similar to the stage finals. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. so, so at that point, it's more similar. I think that the pacing of ever, but then the pacing of like how much you wanna, uh. What was Change the team mm-hmm. because of the hero pools or the, because of the patch. It's like different. The pacing is different. How how much it, how much uh, directly we you don't know. Like revamp uh, uh, the players or like the the ideology of it. It's like mm-hmm. the pacing is a bit different. It's like super much more faster, much more stressful. So, but I think it's still more for fun for the players. But like the the structure of the tournament itself feels for me personally similar with the stage finals kind of monthly
2: yeah a lot of uh, some of the coaches that we've spoken to have have addressed a, a potential uh, problem with with that tournament structure and that's the loser pick and how wide the map pool is is that something that you kind of are are stressed out about is that something that you kind of hope changes in the future where we Wait, have one uh, more time yeah so the that? the tournament structure uh-huh. itself uh-huh. um in results uh, w- when you have to pick when losers have to pick the the map oh yeah, yeah. The, the map, map pool so map wide map. Yeah. is that is that difficult for the the shock or, or just you know coaching in general um to so, to kind of have or practice for all the maps basically
1: i mean the map it was like that for the stage finals as well right mm. so yeah, the losers sure. have to pick the map so so for me like the tournament structure itself for me it feels you know, similar so. okay. mm. yeah
3: kind some, some coaches have expressed to us like, like yes, Hero reports was stressful, but the most stressful week, especially probably also for those that didn't have high seats, was the week before the tournament. Because the stakes are higher, if you go far... like For a lot of these uh, lower teams, it's like, this win actually can make or break your season, the additional one that you're getting, because then you theoretically can catch up and get into the play-ins or whatnot. How was the, the, this week up to the uh, the main
1: melee for you? No, actually, the other weeks, the previous weeks are way more stressful for me. Oh, no, yes. When, when, the, 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 what I said earlier about, like, when we when we don't know, when we didn't, we didn't know, like, the Tracer, some, I mean, Tracer, Echo, Ash was the best, and then, like, Orisa Sigma was the best main, best tanks. Before, like, we standardized that, like, every week was just a mess, but now, but once, at that point, we knew, which heroes are strong. Oh, much easier like less less uncertainty like the mm-hmm. uncertainty is what stresses out the most, but now, once there was some kind of certainty like that's, that's now now the like the, the stakes are higher, that we could have that kind of stress, but for me personally, I don't think much about those kind of stuff
2: You just uh, execute you, you show up, yeah. you, you do your job and yeah, yeah. as long as you for know me, what your job yeah. is to do yeah
1: yeah yeah that's I get, what worries me the most what, if yeah. What are we or we playing? It, what, what, it's what we're doing the best. It's what we're doing strong. That's that's mm-hmm. that's what stresses me. Not the like the stakes or any of those.
3: Well, and just... let's hope that nothing comes along that clearly beats that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tracer echo. I <laughs> F- no, I, mean, style. No,
1: no, I, I think I think it might get changed now. It's like the yeah, true. We get the Genji patch. We have other patch. So nobody, nobody knows no? until we scream. Do you think
2: it? Do you think um, even with this hero pool, talking about specifically this hero pool, do you think it's kind of open to the map, and and there isn't just like a hard and fast matter? Do you really think that like uh trash, trash? Yeah. Thank you, sideshow, for putting that in my head. Uh, Ash Tracer mm-hmm. is like the the go-to, and you can kind of play that on almost any map.
1: Uh, no, it, it's it's usually. Maps has always been like a deciding factor for what hero gets played. So mm-hmm. it, the maps do definitely have a lot of impact. But Tracer hero and the uh, Ash hero itself is like very volatile, very uh, adaptable. So usually you can play it, but certain maps, so let's say like a Widow. I mean Widow is like a still so best sniper. Good, yeah. So so if you it's just you'll use Ash when you can't use Widow or something mm-hmm. like that stack so so in the end it's map dependent Hmm. on what gets played yeah
3: like we in the pre-show we talked a little bit about the packing's uh philosophy and i want to run this by you because i think and i'm i'm definitely i'm doing the joe thing where i'm where i'm going to like completely from what i know of him project that and make a an irrational assumption of what is actually happening of course Packing is not lazy. Packing is the oh, the opposite. Completely so opposite. I think not only does he like Hero Pools, and one week Hero reports to a degree, because I think like he like or he has completely embraced the aspect that he's going to be working insane hours. He actually likes that aspect because he can outwork other uh, coaches that way. Um, mm. How do you think about that? And of course, then again, uh, this is actually me saying that. That's not packing saying that.
1: That's uh-huh. the packing in my head
3: that's saying that.
1: Okay. Well, like uh, I think coaching is like one of those things. Well, just not just coaching, but for players, for including the players as well. Just reading the game in general, I think actually doesn't has has nothing to do with the amount of hours you put in. Like some people can watch a bot for twenty hours and then they don't see it. Some guys can see it for one minute, and they see it. So it has nothing to do with hours, I feel like. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, there, there's like at least like a minimal amount of hours you should put in since you have to watch every match. Mm-hmm. You have to watch, uh, you got to analyze every, uh, actually see what each hero is doing in every match. But then, like, the, just, but there's like a, there's, some minim, there's just a minimal amount of hours you, should, you can put in. The more, it just depends on your ability.
3: Do, do, can you do you feel comfortable quantifying that? How many hours everyone's putting
1: in, and if that's variable, and maybe for you personally?: It's so variable. Like for me, like for me, like I, I see it very fast. So I don't have to like sit there and look at what Tracer is doing. Like I don't have to look at it five times over and over. I can just like look at it once and then I'll, I'll be able to tell like what this what it what, was trying to do. So for me, it's, like, much faster. Uh, So it's so, like, variable, I feel like. Some people have to watch the same thing five times to see what they're doing. Some people can just watch it one time. It's so hard to quantify it.
0: Do you you think that that would change at all if uh, you weren't on a team like The Shock that is obviously doing very well, very consistently, and so you had to maybe watch players who weren't as... On top of their their game and as consistently on top of uh, the standings.
1: I mean, it will probably stress me out more, and then, <laughs> but then, like, the, what what I'll be doing is probably still be about the same. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll just like stress over it more, and then, what what's what's most stressful is. You so let's say let's say your players doing bad, and then and uh, you look at other team. You do you see what they're doing? You 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 were able to interpret what the purpose was, and then uh, we do that. We do the same thing. And if we so when we did our thing, we lose. We did the other team thing. We saw those that then gets where it gets like super super like gets. You can get lost. Mm-hmm. but then uh, usually that usually doesn't happen like your your player has to be super super bad for them to be doing the same thing what other team is doing and still not be able to get like the minimum value out of it that means your player like that that usually never happens so
3: this is a man that's really well treated by the Rossies playing because there's, <laughs> definitely, there's definitely coaches that bring up the same thing probably a in a in a course of two months, twenty to forty times, and it's still not working. Too.
1: Well, well, well then, then that's then that's a different story. Is that means uh, that's that's not your player's strength. Then mm. you can you can look at other stuff, like because there's so many. There's not just one interpretation. There's like right. other interpretation. So mm-hmm. there's there, there. I feel like this is my 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 think my thoughts are like there's no bad players. In virtually everyone's a top 500 player. Everyone can pull off the mechanics of what they're given, but if they can't pull off one thing, they can at least pull off someone the mm. other stuff. There's there has to be like at least one play that they'll be able to pull off. So like as long as like so that's why the more ideology you have, the more concept you have in your head, and then it's about applications. So you so like the more role you you apply different ideas to. The more flexible you get, but if yeah. you just have one idea and then you just force that onto a player, and then if mm-hmm. they can't do it, then you're just stuck with that.
0: So for lower-rated teams, then some of those, you know, bottom five, bottom six teams, I won't single anybody out there. Like, are you say, are you? I feel like you, there's kind of an implication there that you're saying that those those lesser-performing teams don't really have player issues; they have like coach and strategy <sighs> issues
1: there's that could be one factor or that could be there's so many things in a team that could be happening like the the it could be the management it could be the environment it could be the uh, it could be the player issue there's just work ethics or the personality or whatever there's so many factors that you can't never fully know what's wrong with the team unless like you're in the team but
0: it's just not a raw talent issue
1: the raw talent type feel like every but every, every player is good. It's just some are better than others. our players are better than others, but <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone's mechanically good.
3: so your goal is never to teach perfect overwatch but to teach the perfect version of overwatch for your individual team.: Is that an accurate uh, summary? <clears> here
1: <throat> if you if, if can't pull up the perfect overwatch yes mm, yeah yeah then then you gotta. Pivot to what what's perfect for your team, yeah
2: I wanted to kind of run something by you, junk buck that uh, that mm. sideshow kind of postulated and and thought about in, in the goats meta he he kind of said that the goats meta taught us how to really play or taught teams how mm. to play really, really well as te- as a team. Um, what would you say, I, I have my ideas, but I'm interested to hear yours on what the hero pool kind of era of Overwatch is teaching us for the future if if we were to remove hero pools right now and just leave it as is. What do you mm-hmm. think you would come out the the other end? What what would what would be an attribute that you feel like you've gained from this? I think I think one one
1: one thing that was really good from the Hero poll was like people actually exper people definitely experiment more. Like mm. we 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 play comps that we like we never thought of that was possible. Like like even last week, like Winston Sigma, like what what kind of what kind of combination <laughs> is Winston sigma, but it's actually good, right it could mm. be good it could be good so and then what what else like like ryan sigma like what what's what's that's not rush that's not poke what is that but yeah. it's, it's so but it's like we but it's actually really good comp too as well so mm. so we come like because i'm um, like my weakness is that I'm not a very creative person. Like mm. I'm good at knowing I can I'm good at like identifying what's good, what's bad, uh and applying different ideas. But then those ideas are not my unique idea. It's just ideas that I interpret from other teams. Mm. So I'm not a creative person, but then so I can't think of those kind of like new Ryan Sigma mm. or things like that so do, in that sense the other teams were able to like so creatively come up with uh ideas that i'll be like to uh, that i wouldn't be able to think
3: okay so let's maybe I, I don't know how john is pacing but maybe like as a closing topic i want to talk a little bit about um player character maybe mm. and maybe because like We continuously talk about that uh in in like western media and western communities it is a problem that we don't we have like a couple of bridges over to the korean players but not a lot right like Mm we we generally don't know uh, what these players are like so Mm -hmm. for instance one player that as a person is an enigma to me on your team is violet Mm -hmm. um where i just know this kid has crazy aim he's also like in an insane grinder apparently because of his all his letter counts nice. and that is pretty much what i know about violet so can you add mm. anything to to that also
1: well, a lot of our guys are actually super funny like even Krusty is super funny the guys as a whole like our team is a very funny team uh like i'm not sure if you ever seen like violets or the Stream, but then like Violet is like super super competitive, right? Mm-hmm. So like like he hates losing. Who uh, like who uh, like constantly demand the team to do certain ways. Like he's he can be almost like flaming at his teammates, but it's but it's like super super competitive. It's like he's that kind of guy. he's also mm-hmm. like so the the guys already the I think our players are talked about a lot. But then it's like, people, all of our guys, like, really make fun of him a lot, of how dumb he is in, like, general life. <laughs> so, <clears throat> he's like, uh, so, Valet is like one in a, one in a like, a, a thousand or million character. Yeah. Like he's so, it's super unique. He's like, super different. <clears throat> oh. um, who, who else is there? Stryker is the... another enigma yeah. to me yeah the striker striker is like so like uh very emotional hyper hyper emotional so so he's also super so one thing one thing is like i think all the competitive players are at the game <laughs> they have to they have to get like super super pissed whenever they lose mm. uh, those are those are the guys who gets like super super pissed whenever they lose <laughs> but then they're also like strikers also a huge troll though so he's like a super okay. troll uh he likes to constantly make fun of other people he plays on this he'll play on sticker smurf to troll on the our our guys things like that <clears throat> uh and then other guys streams a lot, so I think the people will be able to see those other guys a lot more mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah our our team was like super and then what was that? The guys are because we have like a english and uh asia asian team the one thing that I'm super grateful is the uh, the the usually the guys like make an effort to like get close with each other a lot, so mm-hmm. I think that team culture itself like uh, how we were able to become like super close. Our team culture itself was like super great in that sense where the, all the guys really made an effort, even back in like last year's Sinatra, uh, was like super close with all the Korean guys as well. And then super like all the time, makes an effort to, uh, get close with Smurf as well, you know, how they're like, they are competitors, but they're, they always like come for each other they're like a really good teammate for each other Mm. so i think not a not a strong sense of competition i have to i have to like beat this guy it's more like combattery yeah Yeah. is there like this is a a
3: topic like i've written about it and i never really knew who to locate as that person and it's very possible that your team doesn't even have that one but usually there's like a, a player in each team that is either like the glue player that just makes everyone comfortable and like tries to de-escalate situations or also someone that just says and comes okay reset like stop talking we're like refocusing the place like an emotional leader is the is the word uh generally loose is there someone on your team that does that
1: well uh, i'm not sure about glue but i think the guys who are like mentally really strong like like Super, Choi, Moth, they're like, they're like, whenever someone's down, they're like, it's OK. Like They're like, re- that reset mentality. They're like, oh it's, oh, it's OK, it's OK, it's OK. They're like, they, they never tilt. They never uh, fall, like, no matter, like, because it's, uh, yeah. Those, those three guys are nice. especially good at that. They're the mental, mentally really strong interesting yeah sweet
2: are we out of topics do, we hit, I, it? I do think, we hit them all i think it's a i think it's a good i think, so. I think it's a good close i think
0: we hit them <laughs> yeah. i think we've taken time. we got yeah, yeah. like whew, not bad for like <laughs> be yeah. figuring it all out in like 45 oh. minutes and being like all right let's do it we're doing it today uh but we did it chat thanks it's for hanging good. out by the way ton of fun junk buck uh thank you so much as well for Mm. just hanging out and just like chatting with us having fun very very informative very very. informative and and just kind of fun too some of these coaches i won't say who are just kind of boring to talk to but this hasn't been one of those no thank
1: Thank, thank god hope i didn't make (laughs) it to worry no this was this was was very
3: insightful this was was fun to pick your brain there's there's a lot that I took away from just like we want to brood over and just like maybe reconceptualize what I think about Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Uh so let's go let's go ahead and get out of here. Before we do though, junk buck, we always love to get whenever somebody comes on representing a team, we like to give you an opportunity to give a message out to the fans, all the shock fans out there. I'm a Bay Area resident, so I'm a shock fan too. So it's like you're talking to me. Like you're speaking right to me, uh, but just any messages to the fans um, who are tuning in, supporting the shock this year.
1: It might sound generic, but then that the everyone here is here because you guys are here. Actually, we we're, we can't be we can't exist without the fans. Um, all the guys actually really really appreciate your support. They they really want to play in front of you. The 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 more of you are out there, the guys are more or what was that motivated right now one of the things that stresses out the guys is because they can't play in front of the fans it's like that's that's why one of the big reasons why the guys might get demotivated. they want to play in front of you guys they really love your support they really appreciate your support thank you guys
0: I was looking forward to going to both of the homestands here this year I was getting getting I went to uh, one of the watch parties and I was getting ready to um I was, I was going to get like the VIP packages and stuff that they had here. And then, uh, you know, the the whiff of COVID happened and then I was just like, oh, better wait and see how this turns out. So big bummer, but, uh, I'm excited for homestands too. Uh, junk buck, uh, like where can people find you? Any other shout outs that you might have? Um, all that kind of stuff.
1: Uh, not nothing in particular. Just watch our games, watch our player support uh, streams, and support them. That's all, right.
0: all. Fair enough. Will do. And that's Junk Buck O W on Twitter, right? Is do you do a lot of like Twitter social media?
1: Oh, uh, I don't. I don't go there that much. Some, uh, but then once in a while, I'll tweet something about certain stuff. But yeah.
0: Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, new patrons, Joe. What's going on there, man? <laughs>
2: So for our new patrons, we have Loop B and Chunk who upgraded their pledge and I believe now is a patron producer. Is that correct? Not quite. Not quite, but upgraded the pledge though, and that's still super generous.
0: Yeah. Yes, very chunk is so. the best. I love Chunk.
2: A name that is in the community quite a lot and is popping around. Um, regardless of how much you give. We appreciated it all the same and thank you so much.
0: Cool. Um, and then Yiska, we got some new subs, right?
2: Yep. Psst. Thank you, skeptical Kyle,
3: Anko, Clyde, also friend you of the show. do
0: this sh- every time. It's Clyde. Oh, Clyde.
3: Clyde. Yeah, it's Clyde. yeah. It's Clyde. I do this every time. Yeah. Jeez. Even there was even something in the back of my mind just going, "Okay, you did it again." <laughs> um, Anko, friend of the show. Then okay, the X C X Thank you for the sub, Buzzy, uh, nine oh seven.
0: Uh, These are so <sighs> hard to say. <laughs>
3: reek talk is that how you reek possibly and then hunter Tain, uh thank you for five gifted subs yes big
0: thank you yeah hunter Tain coming in huge thank you so much um as for the show you can find the show everywhere twitch.tv slash kick tripod youtube.com slash tactical crouch Big thank you to our patron producers, Battlecrab Pin Lotion, Charlie L, Audio Compass, Porkchop, Sammy, Kasha67, Kuchikopi, Shara Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tain, Refined Bean, Rex Zane, Roger B., Fabled Steven, Owen, a special shout-out to Chonk again for just being a badass. Um, If you like the show, support it for free by going to iTunes, leaving a five-star iTunes review. Otherwise, uh, leave a sub right here, twitch.tv slash kicktripod, or go to Patreon. We do appreciate it a ton. Shout-outs for the week. And where people can find you, I'm going to go first again. I've done this a few weeks, but uh, shout-outs to Corey, um, VP of Shock, who set this up with Junkbuck. Really appreciate it. Um, You guys have been awesome to work with, and so I really appreciate helping support our our little show, so thank you so much for doing that. You can find me everywhere at Kick Tripod, and I've got my own YouTube channel now. YouTube.com slash John Horseman, but I'm switching it to Kick Tripod as soon as I can, so that's going to happen. Posted a video today, so yeah you can definitely go check that out uh joe what about you Shoutouts to the week where can people find
2: you you can find me on all the socials everywhere it's all over the place You you can make make do with it what you or if you want to even follow uh uh, this week a little bit of valorant a little bit overwatch gonna be talking about uh some things and stuff stay tuned
0: all right sounds good Yiska, what about you Shoutouts to the week where can people find you
3: um, I Today I wrote like a little bit of a more funny recap because I realized like there's only so much people that really care about like an- analyzing or just like having actual, you know, like gameplay takeaways. So I tried to lighten it up a bit, tried to very much uh, sort of take a little bit of the Scrimbug Stock Exchange type of, you know, tone away from it and uh, yeah put my thoughts out there to the things that happened, because I think we actually had a quite entertaining week, both from from the games that we saw, from the peaks that we saw, uh, promising for the future. But also, it was pretty spicy if we, if we think about what kind of stories uh, were circulating. So that was all put into that piece. You can find it on GG Recon. Uh, I'm excited. Wednesday, I'll have a feature piece. I already got all the pieces I need. Just need to write it up. So look forward to that.
0: Cool. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Chat, thanks for so much for hanging out for us uh, with us today. We really appreciate it. hope you had a ton of fun. Um, we're going to get out of here. On behalf of myself, Yiska, Joe, and Junkbuck, have a great one. We'll see you Wednesday for our week three preview episode. Until then, bye.